Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you about a kind of an academic concept before I get down to the topic that really is my topic in this podcast. And this academic concept is a concept taught to us by Hegel. Now, Hegel was a philosopher, and he is a philosopher I disagree with on a great many things, but he said something that was relatively wise, and scholars have come to call this Hegel's dialectic. And for those of us who watch social movements, for those of us who watch what's happening in society at any given time, uh, this dialectic has proven to be somewhat true. It's not quite applied the way Hegel intended, but it's proven to be somewhat true. He said there's the thesis, there's the original statement, there's the thing that somebody is proposing in a debate or in a society, and then uh, there's the antithesis, there's the opposite, there's what somebody says to counter it or, or a belief that counters it, and then ultimately there's a synthesis. And uh, this has many different applications, and he, of course, was applying it to his philosophy of dialectical materialism, and that's, of course, a foundation for Marxism, and I could go on and on and on. Some of your heads are spinning already. Uh, but But the fact of the matter is that this concept does help us understand often what happens in social movements. You have a thesis, you have a statement, you have a belief, you have an argument. It could even be an extreme. It runs into an opposite extreme that's posed against it. Ultimately, though, uh, society tends to settle into a synthesis. It's a blend of the two. And that, I think, is a good way to understand a lot of what happens in social dynamics. Well, we are living today in a moment where there's a bit of a thesis or a, or a, or a position being taken. And I want to suggest that many men, because of the nature of this thesis that I'll describe in a minute, uh, are going to counter it, are, are going to be angered by it, and that we need to be very, very careful about that. Uh, unless you've been on Mars, you know that in the last months, better part of the last year, we've been living through a time that has come to be known as hashtag Me Too, uh, the Me Too movement, uh, or the anti-sexual abuse movement. Uh, it began about the time that we began hearing that the Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein had abused a lot of women, and that was beginning to surface. Uh, it then spread to other stars, uh, Kevin Spacey and Dustin Hoffman. It spread to other industries. We began to hear about it in Congress, Al Franken, others. We began to hear about it even somewhat in the military, uh, somewhat in corporate America, etc. So we're hearing about it everywhere. Of course, we've had it in the, amongst the clergy uh, throughout years. Uh, that's that's not been it's it's not been regular, but it's but with the few episodes who are fairly well known. Um, so we've been living through that of late. And because women are feeling, uh, many women are feeling a new kind of empowerment, a new kind of strength uh, from this movement, uh, a new kind of sense that we can speak about the abuse we've suffered and we can battle against it. Um, there's, a, there's a stridency, there's an excitement, there's an eagerness, there's an outspoken nature going on. And I'll have to say that for the most part, for the most part, I applaud 
that. Um, it's if, if, you know, really we need to be a bit gentle with each other. I'm not a black man. So I shouldn't become critical if I find that a black man is celebrating, for example, and I'm just making this up, um, you know, a black woman, let's say getting an Oscar or a black man becoming a general. I mean, I grew up in the military where there were black generals all around. My father worked for many black generals. And so it seems like old hat to me. But if for that black man, given his experience, given what his people have endured, that's an exciting moment. I'm not one who should spit on that. I'm not one who should douse that fire. So we need to be gentle. If women have been abused for years and and people like me certainly had no idea it was that widespread, um, then if they're having a moment where they can speak out and be heard and talk about the things, I mean, I've been stunned, quite frankly, that some women who are my friends uh, even use hashtag me too and say, I too have a story of abuse. Well, if it's that widespread, then we need to be patient with this moment. But but I, I know, I know that how social movements work, that whenever you have a strident statement, whenever you have a strong statement in one direction, people are going to counter. People are going to come from the opposite direction. And I know men who are angered by this movement. They're not angered because they're abusers. They're angered because they're not abusers and they're tired of some of these women talking to men as though they are all abusers. Now, I get where they're coming from, but I want to say to all men who are tempted to be offended by this movement, again, not because they're advocating for abuse, but because they're tired of all men being talked about like they walk around with their penises hanging out of their their pants, um, that they you need to calm down and you need to allow this movement to have its moment. This is an important moment. It's a moment when women who have been abused feel like they can speak up. It's a moment when industries are getting clean. It's a moment when people are owning a few things. And I understand it has its irritating factors to it as all movements that arise and say things that people felt like they couldn't say for a long period of time are irritating. They can be irritating. They can overstate. They can reach too broadly. Uh, I I watched the uh, Golden Globes last night. And if you watch the Golden Globes at the start of 2018, uh, you saw an entire, this is, this is the award award for Hollywood awards for Hollywood um, from people from the foreign press. So that's what the Golden Globes are. If you're not familiar with it. Well, you would have thought that sexual abuse had just been discovered and all the women in that room had been sexually abused and were making their case. I mean, this is some of the, these are some of the wealthiest, uh, most privileged people in the world. Uh, and yet here they were um, speaking about sexual abuse, speaking about the Me Too movement. And you know what? I just, I, I have to say, I found my moments of irritation with it. Am I in favor of abuse? Of course not. Uh, Do I believe these women have a right, those who have been abused, to speak up? Do I believe that justice should be done to abusers? Do I believe that some of these people who have been serial abusers deserve to lose their positions and their careers? Absolutely. I am 100% opposed to sexual abuse in any form. Of course, this movement, especially at this stage in in its life, is going to overstate. It's going to overdo. And so... I'm hearing from men around the country, around the world, who are beginning to form a kind of a backlash to it, who are becoming irritated with it, who are becoming angry with it. And I want to say that I understand a little bit of that. I'm not saying I'm with it, but I understand a little of it. As I watched the Golden Globes the other night, uh, I was struck by the fact 
that here was Hollywood talking about sexual abuse as though it did not in any way inspire sexual abuse. And yet the industry that Hollywood represents also produces most of the world's porn. It produces film that uh, films that uh, undercut America uh, traditional values of respect for women and respect for genders. Um, it produces films that uh, propose uh, sexual extremes and what have you. And yet when those films settle into a society and make it perverse and make it abusive sexually, suddenly they act as though, gosh, we're, we're the victims of this thing. I, I tend to disagree. But now that's just my gripe with Hollywood. That's not my gripe with women. I think women, of course, need to be allowed to say, we have been sexually abused. We have been mistreated. And I have to tell you, I've heard from my own wife. I've heard from my daughter. I've heard from uh, female friends uh, I work with and just know um, there are a lot more Me Too stories out there. And that is a tragedy. So, men, what I'm trying to say is, while this is going on, don't react. Don't respond as though this is an assault against you. I have never sexually abused a woman. I have never misbehaved in that way. I mean, I certainly have had my, you know, moments in high school and what have you. I'm, I'm not saying I'm Mr. Pure, but, 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 but messing around sexually when you're a teenager is not the same thing as abusing someone as an adult. And that I've never done. And I have to say that most men have never done that. Most men I know have never abused a woman or even had it cross their mind. This is something that needs to be lanced. It needs to be dealt with. It needs to be exposed. And women need to be able to speak their minds and say what they have to say. And the stories should be told. Don't allow an angry male backlash to form in your heart or around you or in your culture. Eventually, there will be a synthesis. Things will settle down. People will stop with extreme statements. The truth will surface. Good will be done. And ultimately, will be a healthier society for it. Right now, it's easy for a non-abusing male to feel accused or feel like he's being lumped in with a bunch of uh, complete SOBs. And that's not, that's not what's really happening. It's just kind of the emotional fallout from this. So be compassionate. Be understanding. Be just as compassionate as you would be with a person of color uh, or a person from part of the world where there's war and abuse and, and, and destruction. And recognize that women are having an, another positive moment uh, in their stepping up to the role they ought to have. And by the way, since many of you who listen to this are Christians and church leaders, I want to say that while we may not want to join every aspect of the Me Too movement because we're not 100% sure what it might represent, we should absolutely be outspoken against sexual abuse. We should be checking it, teaching about it in our churches. We should be checking it on our staffs. We should be very clear that no sort of under the surface, you know, tee hee kind of bubba angry culture. And I say bubba positively, by the way, I am one pretty much born in the South, but, but none of, we're not hiding anything. We're not, we're not covering over sin. Uh, he who covers his sins does not prosper. The book of Proverbs says, so be patient, men. Many of you are writing me and saying this thing angers me. I want to shoot back at it. Don't let it have its moment. It'll settle in. And we'll eventually have a synthesis that Hegel talked about that will be healthy for our society. If you shoot back, you're likely to do more damage to yourself, and you're also likely to do damage to a movement that has a lot of healthiness to it. So be strong, be patient, be the defenders of women we're supposed to be, and don't let this angry moment make you even angrier still. To join the Great Man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, 
go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group Production.